Previously on the Reroll Podcast, the party daringly, uh, runs into the unknown. Flint just winds up and runs at the door and, like, drop kicks his way through it and flies, like, 15 feet through the door into the room. Yeah, sure. This fight goes well. That's a natural 20 there. <laughs> nice. Now come over here and fucking get some. I dare you. Like, really well. Oh my god. Oh my god. Flint's big head gets bigger. I don't know much about gardening, but I know when you want to take up a weed, you go for the root. A few items are uncovered that well, my friends tell me are interesting. Some magic paper. Alright, so it'd be a scroll of fairy fire and a scroll of burning hands. An odd locked box. Examining the lock, does it look like something that could be picked? You get it unlocked. Couple of things inside, actually. A ring, a set of chain mail, and a leather-bound journal. The journal, I believe, was Marjorie's. You find a loose page that is folded and tucked into a pocket of the spine of the book. And it seems to be a list of known associates and contacts. What kind of trouble will this party get into next? Find out today on the Reroll Podcast. So, don't step on my shit. (laughs) Oh, God, it's all over my shoe. (laughs) Why is it in the shape of a boot? (laughs) (laughs) Would you want to know, like, would you want to know what the grossest thing is that you ate accidentally or, like, unknowingly? (laughs) If you had the opportunity, if somebody could tell you. No. Yes. No, but I'm pretty sure I know already what one of the... uh, yeah, the grossest thing I've eaten. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I was going to say, like, uh, as a follow-up to that, what is the grossest thing that you've accidentally taken a bite of? Go for it, Dr. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll start. So, <laughs> um, back in my young and wild days, uh, I had some friends who we would go, like, drive around and then get really drunk and sleep out on um one of their, like, I think they one of them had like a trampoline. So I remember this one night we like I drove them to a store and then they like were getting food or whatever so we could like eat after we got all fucked up. We went back to their place and their parents like didn't want us inside. So we got ready to go sleep on the trampoline and we like ate our food sort of or whatever and smoked like this huge joint or no, it was it was a blunt. And I didn't know what to do with, like, the roach because we were, like, in an enclosed space and it was, like, kind of gross. So I put it in my salad bowl. I like bowl. where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then, like, I woke up in the middle of the night, like, <clears throat> fucking hungover, like, still, well, not even, a little drunk still, like, just fucking lit off my ass. And I, like, I was eating my salad and I was like, oh, my God, what? the fuck was it? Did I just eat a bug? Like, it was, it was so disgusting tasting. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it, I'm out here. So I kept eating. Ugh. And the next morning I woke up and I was like, thinking about it, and I was like, I ate the roach. I did it. <laughs> that's Wu-Tang, that's... that shit. But it wasn't on fire. That's it was like not... hours later. That's not Wu-Tang. That's much, much weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least it wasn't like uh, the actual roach. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, like, I only... been better. At least there'd be some, like, protein there or something. But Yeah, I don't no, think no, there's yeah. much nutritional It was value a tobacco in... leaf. And I think it was, like, a backwood, too. It was nasty. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. 
I was gonna say, was it like was it like a grape swisher or something like that? Because that would have that at least been had a little flavor to it. No, yeah, it was whatever it was. It was fucking gross. It was like, have awesome. you ever had like a pistachio that tastes like really disgusting? No, it was pistachio like that. that tastes like burnt ass booty. booty. <laughs> yeah, like it was like that, but like ten times worse. That's awesome. I mean, that just reminds me of the time that I almost, almost I didn't actually do it, but almost took a huge swig of Raft Dip Spit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. It was in a water bottle. I wasn't looking. I was driving. And he, like, I got really close. And he was like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Oh, God. Oh that God. sounds awful. But it puked. I feel like I would have called out of work via, like, a uh, traumatic experience almost happening. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I need a mental health day to recover from what was <laughs> I would. Uh uh, um, I I definitely have eaten. I, of course, I've eaten like bugs and shit. Whatever. I was a kid once, but uh, I ate bugs and shit <laughs> probably. Together? I mean, they're they're bugs. Where do you think they hang out? Not. Um, <laughs> Good point. I, um, no, I I definitely have eaten an entire sandwich that was made yep. with an insanely moldy heel. I was just thinking about that story like yesterday or the day before, I think, because I think I might have eaten like a hamburger bun that had like a little bit of mold on it or something. But then I thought about your story and I was like, okay, could have been way worse. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is like there was there was a taste, but like I didn't I didn't recognize it. I was just like, oh, this bread's kind of weird. Whatever. Yeah, I was probably drinking. I have no idea. I was just drinking all the fucking time when I was living in that place. Um, But. You know, uh, I pulled this thing out. I ate the whole thing. Uh, and then at the last like bite or two, I noticed that it was distinctly dry underneath. And I was like, that's that's weirder that like it's the heel. It shouldn't be any more or less dry. Uh, I don't <laughs> so like I that. Turned it over and there was about a about a quarter inch thick carpet on the last like bite or two that I hadn't Ugh. eaten yet. Uh, I'm also unfortunately Did that make you sick at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I felt <laughs> yeah. like shit for did like you, four did you days. Get, like, food poisoning? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was actually wondering about that. I'm like the normal blue mold that grows on uh, like bread and stuff. It's it's close to penicillin, isn't it? Yeah, it's not it's not like poisonous. It's just I ate a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. I think it, that's what I was thinking too, is like because I, I saw a little bit of that mold just on another one of the buns in that bag, and I'm like, okay, well if I ate like one or two little spots, if it was just a little moldy, it's probably fine. It probably your I think your stomach can handle that. But an entire bread slice worth <laughs> well, that probably the, is a different story. The really yeah. fucked up part about that is by the time you're actually seeing the mold, it's kind of like a like, you know, like a like an apple tree fruiting. So it was always there and it's yeah, inside yeah. the mm-hmm. entire thing, but you're seeing like the fruit of it. So it's like mm-hmm. Yeah, it was already way, way gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, now that I'm going to throw up, uh, <laughs> anybody else got any? Yeah, I got one. Um, yeah. It's short. I would not want to know, by the way, what the grossest thing I've ever ate. But I was at I work would. and I had a cup of coffee and I take fucking forever to drink a cup of coffee. So like, I, but, if, but it gets cold and I'm still like sipping it. I don't give a shit. I just don't care. But there was like a fat ass fly flying around and then it mysteriously disappeared. And I was like, didn't think about it. And then I went to go drink my cold coffee and got like a giant fly in my mouth. I felt it. And I just went, and I spit it on the ground just at work. Just like, 
<laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's what else are you going to uh, do? Yeah. And I just cleaned it up. I was like, okay, well, I wasn't going to keep it in there for the sake of the floor, like not happening. So That's grody. Yeah, oh, that's gross. gross. Flies, are, flies are specifically, flies are fucking gross. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I drank a bee once, but I would much rather do that. Despite the, like the four stings yeah, I got in the back of my you. throat, I oh, would God. way rather drink a bee again than I would another, like a fly. <laughs> Hell, you know, he could have been on, it could have been on some like dude's like literal, some dude's feces, like 30 yeah. seconds. That is a bug that does hang out on shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in the middle of a rotten like rat carcass or something. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't even drink coffee for a while after that because it's just. Uh... I mean, yeah, in all at least fairness, bees, you know where they stand. They're probably just on a flower or something. Right. Yeah. I'm. I mean, in all fairness, like wasps and butterflies also eat dead fish and dead animals. That's so, true. Like, they it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter. A bug's a bug's a bug, and they're disgusting. Like <laughs> I support bees. In what they do, like go off, yes, queen, but um, not not the whole like hanging out on dead stuff. I, I don't fuck with that really. Yeah, cancel them. All right, good stuff. All right, well, now that we're nice and grossed out, let's uh, get back into the action. <laughs> uh, I believe where we last left off was the sort of main room of this alchemy lab. A half intact alchemy area um, full of beakers and storage and some dried interesting looking dried leaves uh, and plant matter however uh, quite a bit of it has been damaged by this overgrowth Um, and I believe we left off with you guys reading and in fact star specifically reading the journal of Kelamas and reading off some of her uh known associates that was in a loose page tucked in the back and just to reiterate there was D Elrund uh Razorclaw and V Hildebrandt I think if I'm not mistaken you guys are probably a little hurt so uh what uh, what do you guys want to do? Currently, Kella is going through with Maximus uh, flittering around her and just exploring all the amenities of the area, uh, look, thumbing through different books that are mostly intact, um, examining the beakers. She was able to extract a couple of potions from the concoctions that were uh, previously brewed here. But what would you guys like to do? sleep Uh, yeah is it uh what time of day is it now it's probably like afternoon like four ish maybe five takes you about an hour to get back to the sanctuary of the headquarters of the resistance um we haven't checked out the well if we even can the Room with the, the door portal. Yeah, I was going to. Uh, I was going to turn to Kella and ask, "You, uh, you got any ideas on how to get into that room over there?" Zipping around Kella's Maximus, and he she's, uh, stands up straight with his hands on his hips in this heroic pose, and he goes, "Well, I know how to get in there." Fantastic! I assume the info isn't free from you. No, I mean, it is. You guys have proven yourselves to be friends and helpful. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, the, the way to get in is you need the key. 
Ah. Ah. Ah, yes. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up, you little... <laughs> he starts puffing on his cigar. Do you happen to know where the key is? <laughs> of course, it's right here, and he points at himself. <laughs> I'm the key. Plot twist. Plot twist. Did you say flytastic? No, no. No, he said plot twist. Oh. <laughs> Is this like a play on words or something? You fair are always running around with words and things, and it gets confusing. I find that offensive. <laughs> I can open the door if you want, but it. I haven't been in there in about a thousand years, so it'll probably be a little dangerous. Can we just, like, take a little peek? Maybe not open it all the way. Maybe we should take a peek in the morning. I could, uh, I could use some sleep if it's gonna be dangerous. Listen, that door is it. It's got my name, it's got my foot's name on it. I'm itching to kick it in. I don't think he but can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, a, a, a short happy rest to go or with even a you, long rest would be. But Killam's pretty tired. He won't be much help. I think we could all use at least a good night's sleep. I'd like to check out a little bit more around the area, but perhaps in the morning, if we're still feeling frisky, we can uh, <laughs> pop open the door and see what other monstrosities lie beyond. So what time is it? You said it's getting later. Yeah, it's like the afternoon at this point. Okay. Um, Tell me yeah, Flint's going to head outside and just kind of start, like, setting up a little campfire or something. Okay. Um, Star would like to go check out the... <laughs> Flint, did you climb out through the ceiling hole? Or did you unblock the door? <laughs> oh, that's right, the door is... <laughs> I'll let you decide. I'll let you, but I... I think he probably climbed out through the ceiling hole. Sure, I'll, I'll toss you up through the ceiling hole. I'm a walking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you take 46 points of <laughs> slashing damage. When, uh, in the office, when glass. Angela throws her cat into the ceiling and it falls through the fucking <laughs> panels. The other side of it. Yeah. Uh, Star wants to head out here and take a look at this little garden. What's going on? Ah, so going outside the front door and wrapping around the house, you uh, uh, you see a small walkway of overgrown grass that almost completely obscures these stone stepping stones that lead to this outdoor patio. A small dark wood table uh, lies with matching chairs surrounded by a beautiful arrangement of flowers. Uh, they look to be freshly picked, but... Which is kind of strange, uh, um, especially looking at the vase and the table and everything. They seem to be covered in pollen and nothing has disturbed them for years, but these flowers, for whatever reason, look fresh and alive that are sitting in the vase in the center. Um, and actually, right beside the vase is a little black cat that's sleeping, curled up to uh, an old teacup. Hmm. I think Star... That's fine, you should go touch it. Yeah, no, I'm 100% going to. No, <laughs> Star's gonna wander up and uh, I think she's over to kind of look at the creature and she'll say what brings you to a place like this? And the cat sort of lifts its head and stretches out with one paw and another and just sort of curls and brings its butt up and then just 
does that cat thing that mm -hmm. our cat does all the time where it arcs its back and is like and then just like looking at rolls you. over and sticks her butthole directly up in the air <laughs> defense the, mechanism like what you see <laughs> tries to find your pillow star so will reach out on. a hand to see if the cat will accept her petting it roll an animal handling check it's gonna bite me cat petting petting a cat shadow tries to help by breaking off a piece of bacon from her pocket and putting it in front okay roll with advantage I got a 12. Okay, so it sort of sniffs you hesitantly and, like, backs away a little bit. But is very curious about you. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Shadow, are you, like, not trying to make yourself known to me? Or, like, would I know that you... Uh, oh, I... Yeah, me? I followed along with you. I, you okay. know I'm there. Cool. Uh, Star kind of leans to talk to Shadow and says... Ah, oh, skittish creatures. Uh, can't say I don't blame them. Think that we may have descended along the same bloodlines somewhere. And, uh, Star's gonna sort of leave the cat to you if you want to try to do anything with it. She's gonna look at some of the flowers, though, see if she can identify any of them. Perfect. Go ahead and give me a nature check. That's a nice old three. Don't know shit. What's yeah. a flower? It's, uh... I mean... It, clearly these are rare flowers. Things you've never seen. Things you've never seen in the material realm. Or even the Feywild. So you truly have no idea. Um, okay. Well, Star just to herself is like, have to tell Kella to come out here and take a look. I think Shadow sits down in front of the cat and is just kind of staring at it. Story, it <clears throat> it's sort of staring at you as well, just with yellow eyes and almost with like a playful nature to it, while being curious and moving very slow, but like uh, just sort of entering like a pounce stance, but then walking away like nothing happened. <laughs> um, I think... Star takes out more of the string that she had uh, to try to set the trap for the fairy. And she, like, takes a piece for herself and then gives the other piece to Shadow and says, if you drag this around quickly, uh, the cat may take interest and try to play with you. So Star will dangle the string in front of its face, see if she she'll take the bait. Or it will take the bait. Does Star uh, have a hard time resisting, like, <laughs> batting at her own <laughs> toy that she's holding up? She's like, we're more civilized than this. <laughs> I like the idea of Shadow doing it. Or just like, whap! Just like, <laughs> hitting a child. <laughs> give me that back. Snatch it back from her. Never mind. <clears throat> uh, give me another animal handling check. Animal handling. Misty, I would like to do an animal handling to tell you to go the fuck away. It's like a DC 19. Natural 20? Oh. Okay, alright. for Misty as well. So you pull the string along and immediately the cat's eyes go dilate and 
just pounces and his claws out trying to grab it and you play with this cat for a moment and eventually it starts you know kind of following you around chewing on the string and just sort of rubbing against your leg when the string's out of reach hmm. um let me see do i have any spells or anything i'm gonna try to get the cat to come inside I would say if with it's... that natural 20, you, you get a sense this cat's probably going to follow you. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, while it's following and stuff, I think I'm probably... I'm walking around to the inside and talking to it. I'm like, so, did they uh, bring you here to crouch, catch the little creatures so that this place didn't get overrun with uh, animals as well? Wow. <laughs> it meows yeah. lightly at you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Meow. 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 Shadow picks a few flowers from back here and then follows. So, okay. Actually, let me let me read this. Meow. Is that do Ray Romano? Do cats? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I leave the cat outside. <laughs> Thanks um, for, like, playing with me with the string. God, here we go. <laughs> there was a lot of fun. <laughs> Would comprehend languages work on a cat? No, unfortunately not. Uh, okay. You would have to have the spell speak with animals. Yeah, I thought it would be a long shot. I just wanted to try it anyway. Somebody had a ring that did that, though. I literally put the ring on. I'm a dumbass. Okay. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to do the speak with animals, I guess, and ask the cat how long it's been here? Or, like, I don't know, just... Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna ask the cat how long it's been here. And do you, do you have that in your inventory? I do not see it. Okay, I'll add it real quickly. Okay. I would like to canonize that, though, this cat's internal dialogue, and thus the language <laughs> that it speaks, that Octavia's character can understand is that of Ray Romano. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. Nope, it's it's locked in. I want it to sound like Ariana Grande. Can we have one <laughs> part? Can we have? I can't do an Ariana Grande impression. Of that. Oh, but you can do a Ray Romano all the time, can't you? Fuck off. <laughs> Clearly, we know where your priorities are at, Tanner. <laughs> well, I it think all animals use the Boston accent, right? I don't oh, yeah, think I could do a Boston accent either. Hey, uh, I'm a cat here. Hey. Hey. That's not Boston, though. That's not Boston. <laughs> I'm playing with string here. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with string here. Okay. I gave it to you on your inventory. But, uh, yeah, so... You spend one of its charges to cast Speak with Animals. And what... I'm sorry, you asked how long it's been here? Yeah. It says... I have been here for a while. I have been allured by this place and its cozy magics. Hmm. Magics. I know that there's some light magic here, but anything in particular that drew you here? And she prances in front of you and rubs her uh, shoulder blade against the side of the circular room and knowing the internal uh, layout of this place you know that is the sealed room 
with the portal. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What you guys believe to be is a portal. Star, um, nods her head and says, huh? Yes, the magic of the Feywild is quite alluring, but it seems that this place is not exactly safe right now. I hope to clear it out so that I may someday return home, but until then, the door shall remain sealed, but perhaps we will take you along. You look capable. Maybe you can get rid of this danger. And she's like, uh, sort of trotting between your legs and moving in like a uh, eight pattern. Star says, "Well, I sure hope so. It seems we've cleared out the majority of this place, but it." If I'm sensing it correctly, I think the dangers that we're going to face uh, within these this door here is going to be much more treacherous than even this. And she just sort of purrs and is like, I suppose, what do I know? Um, can Star roll a... Um... Oh boy insight or something yeah an insight she just wants to like know because i mean cats are tricky creatures she knows but sure uh, sure yeah she's just curious and while you're talking shadow's like are you speaking cat to it it's like meow meow <laughs> meow, <laughs> meow bark bark <laughs> what is what is um star's cat voice sound like I think it probably sounds more like, um, like, uh, have you ever heard, like, a cat that, like, sitting by a door, like, they see a bird outside or something? They go, kind of like, yeah, like, little chirps and, like, the more, like, kind of things. I think that's sort of what it sounds like. She's, like, doing the chirps and small meows back at it. That's cute, though. Do you respond to Shadow? Um. But yeah, I I uh, turn to Shadow and say, "Oh yes, uh, just trying to see how long our little friend has been here for." Oh, do all people like you know how to speak cat? Well, that's a racist. <laughs> you're not out here. Fuck off. Um, <clears throat> only those who yearn to learn from their ancestors. Not everyone thinks it's respectable to speak in this form. Uh, Some of them find it more of a sacred language. It really depends on who you speak to. But I, for one, think it's something important for our history. So are cats like this your ancestors? Well, it's hard to say, but I mean... Considering that we look so similar, I would assume that we descended from the same type of creature. It's just some of us stood up on two legs and never went back down to four legs, and some of us decided to stay uh, and continued to be pampered. So I guess we shouldn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like the levy about that we named this cat Grandma. 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 
Yeah, it's your ancestor. Meemaw. <laughs> Meemaw. It's like when I, I named my horse Dad in one of my <laughs> dog farming games, and it made me laugh so much. I don't know why. <laughs> um, Star, what uh, what was your insight? It was an 11. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to read a cat, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I mean, I guess she wouldn't necessarily be too suspicious of the cat, but she's not going to try to hide it from anyone, and she's going to try to let the fairy know ahead of time before she enters the door. Like, she's going to knock on the door that everyone was sitting in when she left and say, I found a friend from the garden. Max, you may want to stay on a bit of a higher shelf, uh that can't be pounced on from the ground. And the cat, meanwhile, sure. moves through legs and is like, <sighs> and he's like, don't let it in here! And he zooms up. <laughs> I assume, I'd probably as soon as I opened the door, it darted in anyway. Yeah, it's like on the counter, like, looking at it, looking at Maximus <laughs> with its tail just, like, whapping and knocking <laughs> shit over. Um, Star will, uh, to the cat, say, I'd be careful if I were you. He has a little sword, and I'll let him use it if you hurt him. Maximus is in, like, a, like, lantern chandelier, or a candle <laughs> chandelier at the top, like, ah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, if you hurt him, I'll eat you. And I'll let her. <laughs> well, I mean, this talking cat probably does not have that. But, let's see. Well, I mean, it's not a talking cat. You're talking it with a spell. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can cast fear on it. I mean, that's true. Just it seems, I would say it seems like a smarter creature. I don't know. I'm. That's because it's not really a cat. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's actually a devil. It's a cambion. I was hoping it's a dragon. He's played his hand it's already. Dragon. Told us. Yep. Oh, shit. Don't oh, make a deal shit. with it. <laughs> I always do that. I always tell you what it is. No deal. No deal. Deal or no deal. It's Howie Mandel. <laughs> it's Howie Mandel. All right. So uh, what do you guys want to do? No, Flint's just got a little fire going. He's just roasting some little little scrags of meat that he had. He's a little, little snack. Uh, I think Star kind of wants to go out and hunt a little bit, but she'll tell everyone what the cat was saying to her and ask them if they think it's a good idea to... Possibly bring the cat into the door with them tomorrow. A cat with like motives to go into the Feywild seems super odd. Yeah, I suppose so, but not really sure. Truly, I haven't spent a lot of time around cats, at least not ones that I've spoken to. But that seems incorrect. I Aren't mean, you a cat I... person? I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I, granted, I did just kind of make that up on the spot. I have no idea if actual tabaxi or, like, now enjoy being around cats and stuff. But it's law. It's law. <laughs> cats are your ancestors. Cat law. Act like it. Cut. I specialize in cat law. <laughs> You've been left outside the closed door, even though they opened it for you and shut it several times. Cat law, or for short. Claw. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm... That's how I feel like, anyway. Make the most sense to me. But, I don't know, I don't think Star really 
spent a ton of time like hanging out with animals she usually hunts them and kills them and eats them and that's mm-hmm. like that's fair that's what shadow's thinking speaking yeah. of that Hunt actually, kill the cat yeah <laughs> a level or a level or two ago i uh, i took a other proficiency in cooking i have like cooks utensils so if one's actually got like a little pot and he's like brewing up just some like real basic stew out there he's got an apron that says kiss the chef <laughs> <laughs> is the cat still looking like it might pounce on uh maximus uh that depends where you where is everybody because the cat's kind of following a star at this i moment. think most of us are still in that big room star was gonna like after she said that she was gonna head back out and hunt for some uh small game rabbits squirrels or something see if the cat wanted any yeah i more mean when you said that you were in the big room right? yeah when i said that definitely yeah i mean it yeah the cat's looking up at maximus just kind of like fixated on his position then shadow kind of says i don't know maximus says only friends of his can go in there this cat doesn't seem friendly Star will tell the cat, um, my friend, you have to quell your instincts. I understand it can be hard, but, uh, seems our smaller friend here does not appreciate you tormenting her friend. The cat goes and then jumps off the counter and just sort of quickly, like, shuffles out the door and flint you see this cat come out the main door that you left just sort of cracked open for anybody coming out and it just sort of strides up to you and sits next to you and looks at the meat you're cooking and it's just like licking its chops like (laughs) (laughs) like like what <laughs> you do that in the Ray Romano voice. kill it. Yoshi sound. Yeah. Hey, what are yeah. you cooking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Flo looked at it, down at the cat. It's like, oh, I don't know what the hell you're looking at. There's barely enough for us. Like, um. Star walks out and maybe hears that. It's like, you're just a bad hunter. And she wanders off into the woods to go try and find some more. Flint kind of nods himself. Just looks at the cat. Just, she's not wrong. <laughs> the cat's <laughs> sip, of his, sip of his whiskey. Cat's just kind of nodding with you, like, yeah. <laughs> um, now that not understanding can... a thing you're saying. <laughs> now that the cat's yes, left, agreed. I follow the smell of the food and go plop down next to Flint. The exact same thing that the cat was doing. <laughs> uh. uh Bo will have been out um, just kind of talking and and eat, assisting where I can um, when Flint went outside and started making the fire. What are you talking about? What? You said talking and assisting? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like, what are you talking about? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> what the hell, Ayla? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just small talk like like <laughs> like, do you need help? Oh. Like, you know, like yeah. maybe, you know, light the fire on this side or something if it wasn't lighting or you know just shit like that. Sure, yeah. Well, and uh, Flint just is—he—he's preoccupied with this stew, but you can tell something's kind of on his mind, and he's just like, um, "Do you think that, as much as I want to open that door, I'm sure it's shut for a reason." I can definitely. We really want to open it. I can definitely see your point. But it seems important to at least one of us. It seems really important to Star, and I wouldn't 
deny her that. True. Um, I, we should do something that I don't usually do. I think that's exercise caution. I am really happy to hear you say that. <laughs> Who's caution? You won't hear it very often. <laughs> Who's caution? Can I like roll, like, after hearing about this weird dialogue with the cat, can I roll, like, nature or something to kind of just be suspicious and, like, observe the cat? I don't know. Jesus Knowing Christ. That... Yes, sure. <laughs> I, want to, I want to make sure. I'm sorry I put a mundane animal into this set. I, I use a creepy <laughs> voice for it, too. Yeah, you made it, like, seem mysterious and weird. So I I'm, told like, you to do rare Romano, out. man. This also, your, like, I, you're making. I just, I'm sorry, I should have done this voice. I, I think um, you should go back and forth between the Ray Romano voice and the little, um, that, hey, listen. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Navi. Hey, listen. Yeah, Navi. Hey, listen. <laughs> Perfect. It's a crossover no one asked for, but <laughs> the Ray Romano legend of and Zelda. Navi. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Make me. a movie out of it. Oh boy, right. smooching yeah. time. Yeah, roll a nature on this cat. Uh, I, I, it didn't work. I rolled two. And then it's a I cat. Don't even... What? It's a devil. Oh shit! <laughs> no, just kidding. It's <laughs> which is synonymous with cat, cat right? <laughs> Honestly, ours is. Oh, you think you're special? No. <laughs> okay, good. I feel like with okay. the two and you say it's a cat, that makes me think it's not a cat. <laughs> Out of Technically, game. I said it was a devil, so oh, okay. cat, it's a cat devil. You draw your own it's conclusions. It's a cat dog. <laughs> it's, a ca it's a dog. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> This dog's weird. It's a rare lizard. <laughs> um, star, you're hunting. Yeah. yeah, give me a survival check. And also, Groth, what are you doing? Uh, I've been helping Kella this whole time. I'm kind of like surveying the equipment in this lab and uh, okay. trying to figure out if it's more worth it to try to bring some of the equipment back to the hideout or if it is possibly more worth it to move the hideout here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Or like move at least an operation up here for making potions and stuff. I think I either want a investigation or even a survival from you as well. But uh, Star, what'd you get? That's a natural twenty. Whoa! Nat yeah. Natural. I'm wasting them all. Actually, natural. natural. This is very. This is very interesting. So natural you bring back 20. like an elephant or something? <laughs> no, I hunt and kill a cat, and it turns into a whole dragon. She brings back a bag <laughs> of fish because that's what cats like. Yeah. Actually, interestingly enough, you find a lone boar with a goblin rider on top of it. And like I said, you guys are probably an hour, well, less than an hour. I'd say, Star, you probed pretty deep in the forest to get here. So probably like probably like 30 minutes away from where the encampment was and you see this boar with alone with a goblin uh riding on top of it give me a perception and you notice this on your hunt you're like sneaking up and you totally have the drop on it oh boy <laughs> you win some you lose some did you get a nat one it's a nat one Ooh. and perception yeah i mean 
seems like a lone goblin patrol. Um, okay. Star is going to... Damn, I'm like, I'm like too far away for Flint to hear me or anything. Yeah, you're, you're kind of on your own out here. Is the cat still with me? Uh, I think the cat was, you know what? Yeah, I'll give you the cat. I'll say that once you went <laughs> off in the woods, the cat was like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. He's giving you the cat. That's a win. Hell yeah. <laughs> kind of is a win. Okay. I think the cat... Oh, well, I guess... How long does that animal speak with animals last? Like, would it last for a It'd while? Be, it's over at this point. I think it's uh, minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Shit. I need to know this cat's name and pronouns. <laughs> Name's Grandma. All right, Grandma. <laughs> Ema. It is a female cat. Okay. Did you just assume that, Tanner? Biologically female. <laughs> okay. You mean female at birth? Female at birth. Okay. Or Biolog abed? <laughs> Biologically a grandma. It was born, the doctor smacked it to make it cry and said, oh, this cat's a grandma already. He said, wait a minute, this is a cat. What's it doing in a human birthing room? <laughs> Why does it sound like Ray Romano? <laughs> grandma! Oh, hey, hey, don't touch my butt. <laughs> okay. Um... So stupid. <laughs> okay. I... I'm going to expend the other speak with animals. Okay. Um, I guess, well, how long did it take for me to get out here? What did you say? It probably took you about 30 minutes. 30 minutes, okay. And Shit. that's like tracking, though. That's like, like a cat could run that a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say, especially going full full movement with your tabaxi ability and your rogue abilities, you, you could get back pretty quickly. Well... It's still a matter of, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but you can share no, that No, no, yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm oh, not thinking 10, about going back, necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking about sending the cat back. Um, but, I don't know, I really only have... Let's see. Where's my ring at? <laughs> Inventory... Okay. Mm. Oh, so I can only cast one of each of these per day, or one of no, whichever one like... of whichever one you like. Okay, As, gotcha. Like you have three slots three, to choose. Slots yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to cast a speak with animals again. Okay. And I'm going to talk to the cat and say. Um, I need you to run back as fast as you can and tell them that I've found an enemy, a goblin, um, riding one of the masked boars. 
just do your best with that. Um, if you, I would say, please try and lead them back to me, but I know, well, shit, you can't speak, can you? Damn it. And the star is like talking to this cat this whole time about this. He's like, you're going to have to slow down. <laughs> star says, I need you to run back to camp and try to get them to follow you into the woods after me. She's, can you do that? She responds and she's like, I can do my best. Thank you. And she darts off and just starts all fours, sprinting through the floor. Okay. And an eagle picks her up and takes her away. <laughs> she dies. Amazing. <laughs> Such is life. That's the end of Nature Granny the Cat. beautiful. Grandma, no! <laughs> <laughs> I also um, get murdered by the goblin. Mean <laughs> meanwhile, at the other side, um, some time passes, and Flint, you're probably finished with your stew, I imagine. Yeah, it's, it's not much more than just, like, salty, like, jerky water at this point. Okay. Not much, like, maybe with some weird, like, diced up, like, weird baked potatoes that I found or something. Uh, where'd you get the salt, bro? I have seasonings. It's sweaty. Oh, yeah, it's in sweating. the cook's kit. <laughs> it's a straight ball sweat. <laughs> you, put, you put some of that hallucinogenic thing that gave you all the bad shit. <laughs> it's the secret ingredient. Shadow Mage um, hand a piece of meat out and is nibbling it to the side. <laughs> Please note, eating raw or undercooked meat could be detrimental to your health. Um, this podcast is He said it's jerky at this point. Eating raw meat. <laughs> um, Groth doesn't note anything. And all of the sudden, a cat comes sprinting out of the darkness, tail fluffed up in, in anguish, and it comes roaring and skids sort of right next to you, Flint. And it's like, meow. I told you, you're not getting any. Runs to your ankles and bites. And then goes back and looks at ah. you. And then starts to take off. Gets maybe like 15 feet. Turns back, looks at you. Tail just... Insight. Whoop, whoop, whoop. insight or animal handling. Whatever. Maybe whatever. I'm probably well, seeing animal insights. Uh, I'm going to point in the direction it ran from. And try to message Star. Which is only 120 feet. And just be like, Star, the cat came back and is being weird. No response. 15 on the insight roll. The cat runs back up to you, bites you in the ankle, and does the same thing. And it's definitely. You get the sense like it, it wants to show you something. <laughs> like I knew it couldn't be trusted. Kind of lowers his hand towards one of, the, one of his axes and says. It's killed Star. Now it's come back for us. <laughs> no, Flint's gonna Flint's gonna grab his axe and kind of like follow. You the must cat. kill it. Bo thinks it's a devil, so he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Just Leave kidding. my souls alone. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, Flint's gonna get up, grab his axe, just kind of grumble to himself. Just like, Hold on, we can give for just one quiet night, and start following the cat. Um, I'm watching this, and I'm gonna follow too. I turn the other direction and point towards Groth and say, I guess we're following a cat. <laughs> Groth is like all the way inside and in fact has done an investigation check about an hour ago. Oh, oh that God, was sorry. a whisper in your ear. I used message <laughs> for you, be... just so you know. I got a oh, lot sweet. of shit going on. I know. <laughs> Mainly me not paying attention. You're good. What, uh, so investigating this area, go ahead, what'd you get? Um, it was pretty good. I already cleared it because it got in my way. I apologize, but I'm fairly sure that it was a 16 or a 17. That's definitely enough. I think 
I honestly think that uh, looking at the amenities here, how secluded it is, the alchemy station, this seems like more of a permanent headquarters for the resistance than the underground tunnels that they sort of have to secretly operate out of. And it's much farther than uh, where they're currently at from Brambleton itself. Okay. Uh, given that information, then since I wouldn't have had any actionable things, uh, can I argue that I have taken a short rest in this time? Being that... Well, I don't know. I, I wanted to... I'll, yeah, no, 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 like no, I'll give it to, to you. I'll say you all okay. probably took a short rest. Okay. Uh, that's that's totally that is, fine. That is very important if we're going to go out into the woods and do shit. Uh, so, but yeah, in the meantime, I'll, <clears throat> I'll kind of talk to Killa about what what I've sort of discerned, you know, as a builder, um, even relocating some of this equipment, which seems like it could be essential to expanding our future operations, uh, would be next to impossible. It may be wise to move the resistance out here. She says, I've got room in that corner for a forge. We got, we got some stuff we can do. She says, I think... I think you're right on that, and I think actually, if if we sort of move to sort of a a patio forge or or a sheltered forge outside as sort of an extension, people wouldn't have to be disturbed uh, in their sleep with the workings of it in the same room. The you ventilation. Mean the calming would be sound of pounding metal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. Um, <laughs> my only worry is that last room. I, I I'd hate. For something to come out of there and attack everybody who couldn't defend themselves. Granted, we have somewhat of soldiers, but it could be dangerous. Oh, your soldiers are poorly armed, and uh, operations yeah. in the last couple of days have seen to that. I got a pile of metal back at the, the other shop, by the way. I could turn into some nice knives for you, but, but you yes. Said, you said your friend Louis, uh, he was possibly an ally right perhaps he can help us transport some of this he's uh i would say he's certainly an ally who just hasn't found his outlet for being an ally to the resistance maybe you could talk to him and i will so at this point i would say shadow you sort of open the door and go back to grass oh, i was just using message Oh, just using message. Perfect. So you hear that in your brain. All right. What'd you say again, Shadow? Sorry. I guess we're following a cat. <laughs> so really, Groth, up to you whether you're like, I'm going to let that 11-year-old follow a cat and not be worried or not. Oh, no, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely following the little one. And okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend one hit die for my short rest. Meanwhile, Star, you're you're observing this goblin still, and it's on the back of this boar, and the boar is just kind of grazing back and forth. Uh, go ahead and roll either a nature or a perception. Okay. And the it, the sun's going down at this point. And you're only illuminated by twilight. Is this an armored boar? Uh, seems to be, yeah. Okay. Um, I am gonna roll. Another perception. Okay, that's much better. Uh, natural, or well, 22. Natural 17. 
that's good. Natural 17 is good. That's fucking great, actually. Yeah. Uh, 22, yeah. You, uh... You know, you're watching this boar for a while, and it's grazing around, and then at some point it sort of turns to be perpendicular to you, and you see that the goblin that's sort of hunched over on its back has an arrow sticking out of the, like, front of its forehead. Hmm. Okay. Star is going to expend the last charge on the ring, and she's going to cast animal friendship okay um does that require a roll from me or anything uh so this spell lets you you convince beasts that you mean it no harm um if the beast's intelligence is four or higher the spell fails otherwise the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by Ah. you for the spell's duration i rolled really really well however it probably has a big minus to its wisdom. Or maybe not, I guess. Eh. Okay, so... You try to, you sort of, like, wave your hand and the ring glows. And the boar, like, looks up, but just sort of <clears throat> shakes it off and, and goes back to grazing. You get the sense it probably didn't work. Okay. Well, that was my last one, so that sucks. Um, Let's see here. Wait, shit. Okay. And I can't cast any more spells, so that's good. Well, okay. We're gonna do something probably stupid. Nice. But favorite kind of stupid. Probably. Uh, I, she hopes that reinforcements are on the way, so whatever happens, happens. Um, is there any, like, berries or, like, things that I may have forged that I can try and like give to the boar sure okay you're trying to do an animal handling check so here here's what i want to do star wants to sort of um sneak up on this creature so it can't like see her and run away before she has a chance to like essentially plead her case to it um so i guess um Probably a stealth first. Yeah, yeah. Give me a stealth first. Okay. Trying to read. Are boars, are boars omnivores or? I didn't know that. Yes, they are. They. Yeah, I was gonna say. Brendan, eat, like berries and pigs. mushrooms, I think. Uh, pigs and boars will eat literally what the fuck ever is organic that they can put in their mouth. I I knew pigs would. Yeah, uh, highly boars, versatile omnivore. Yeah, yeah. Boars are boars are pigs, but like everything about them is on crack versus pigs. Pigs on crack. Yep. Pigs on crack. That should be the name of your guys' like a little group. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh that was a twenty-six for the stealth. Yeah, you managed to get right up to it. Or as close as you want to be, rather. Okay. Um Star will sort of crouch down so she's on the boar's level, maybe even a little bit lower. She wants to appear, like, more submissive rather than, um, like she's endangering this creature. Sure. And, uh, she'll put, like, the berries and whatever she's forged in her hand and hold them out and sort of, like, look down at the ground and say, uh, you must be exhausted, friend. Would you like some help? 
and you know, not expecting the board to understand her or anything. But yes, I would. <laughs> All the animals sound like Ray Romano in my universe. I hate uh, it. <laughs> roll animal handling. Jesus Christ. Uh, unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Okay. Uh, the board turns around and hesitantly starts eating the berries out of your hand. Getting this close, you see this goblin is indeed dead with silverish war paint. Uh, that look like sort of fish scales that are going around the side of his face and some hulking like piece of metal that's thrown that almost looks like a like a poncho more than anything it's way too big for him and likely slows him down but most importantly what you see is that arrow is a finely crafted elven arrow one you're very familiar with Mm. okay Um, one that maybe landed right next to your head yeah a few days ago you've seen it intimately (laughs) okay star is she wants to like try and like touch the boar and maybe like she essentially she wants to like keep her hand on it while she moves like to get up um because she wants to pull the goblin off of it okay uh yeah i'll say you can do that and at this point you pull the goblin off and the boar sort of creates distance and just kind of like looks around and like goes off a little bit and just is sort of testing its boundaries and at this point you see this black cat sort of dart out into the new dark sky and skitter around and then a huffing puffing flint maybe 30 seconds behind it okay um star wants to try and like hold out a hand to them to like tell them not to scare off the boar like i'm sure that it probably has been and she wants to like put her other hand like sort of down like towards the boar like she's trying to you know, create that, like, it's okay, don't run, and, like, you guys a, fuck off. <laughs> I rolled a six on perception, so what does that get me there, Tanner? I think I think that gets you to where Star is waving at you, and you're like, what gesture is she trying to make at me? <laughs> <laughs> um, Flint's just Flint's gonna take this as like there's something up with this boar, so he's not gonna run and attack it, but he's gonna run and like try to body like body check it and knock it over. Okay, roll. Don't worry, last I got gotcha! you. Oh, roll no. an athletics check, and meanwhile, Bo, at this point, you come in right behind and you see Flint <laughs> charging the boar. Oh god. Okay, not, I if there's good. time to do anything, you let me know. <laughs> what do you What do you want to oh, do? Fuck. Okay. Maybe I can't because I... Well, okay, I didn't... You are kind of, like, handling the goblin body. No, no, yeah. Well, I mean, I I just wanted to pull it off. I didn't want to touch it. But my question for you is, with the ring, does that mean I get a free cast? Or do I have to use one of my spell slots? You already used all the slots on your ring. Yes, I know that. But with the ring, does that use, like, the ring slots? Or does that mean... That I have to use up my spell slots. Sorry, what are you trying to do? Like, cast she spell already, you have? She's wondering if she had to use yes, her spell slots for area. what she did. You don't have to use spell slots for casting from the Oh, ring. thank god, okay. Yes. Um, that would be fuck. a... Sh- that would make a shitty magic item. That'd be horrible. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just... I was curious, because it does so much, and it says if you cast yeah, it at third yeah. level, it's a, it's a It's a really good, uh, really good ring. It's got five charges, but you only have two spell slots. It's got three churches. I rolled oh, a three, <laughs> so I don't even know if I make it to this boar, honestly. Well, here, oh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> what do you, uh, uh, Star, what do you do? I was going to try to cast sleep. Like, I know it hasn't been hurt or anything, but, like, 
uh, I just, I don't know. I want to see if maybe well, I can get the boar to go down instead. Sure. Uh, yeah. Roll sleep. Roll, roll the dice. Uh, it's no save. Spell. I think Hopefully. it's just a matter of d6s. Yeah, it's... How many is it? 5d8. I only got a 15, so... It falls asleep. Ugh, okay. sick. Okay, and so she so, wants to... Yeah, you, you go ahead and say your thing, but don't hurt it. So, it yeah, so <laughs> this thing, basically like Flint charging towards this full, full speed ahead on contact, falls asleep right as he hits it, and so he kind of like thinks that he just tackled the shit out of this thing. And stands <laughs> up, ah! puts his hand on his... <laughs> Star walks over and she's like, Very impressive. Uh, so you found the fainting boar. Uh, no border was ever a match for your old pal Flint. <laughs> and uh, Bo, you're right behind. And then at this moment, turning, sort of entering this, not clearing, but line of vision is uh, Groth and Shadow. And it is now officially dark. I think I rode okay. Groth's shoulders to get there. Let him oh, rise. Yeah, ride those shoulders. Uh, I actually do have a question for Tanner, though. Uh-oh. Maybe outside the podcast. <laughs> Maybe this gets edited out. Uh, what are you doing later? <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> All those what are you questions. buying? What are All. you selling? Yeah, including selling? including those two questions. Um, <laughs> does a uh, does this metal look familiar to Groth? Uh, roll a blacksmithing check. Okay. Star just very much wants to um, like iterate or a history that... check, whatever whatever is highest. Sorry, Star. No, you're good. Star would like to say to everyone, do not hurt the boar. We will not be eating this one. Are we riding it instead? Like the goblins? Star says, uh, I'm going to need another day for my ring to recharge, but I would like to talk to it and perhaps we can make it an ally of ours. Meow. You hear the cat. Meow. <laughs> Also, Flint still just kind of being in attack mode because he didn't really know what was going on after tackling this boar. I wanted to do a quick perception check just like on the tree line where we are. Yeah, roll a perception. Uh, I'm going to say do so with disadvantage because it's dark. You do have dark vision, but that means you get yeah, to do yeah. it with disadvantage. Tree lines along. 16 on blacksmithing. 13 on <laughs> perception. Uh, with a perception, Flint, nothing... Uh... You see a trail of blood, I would say, that you kind of pick up on and you get the sense it came from wherever this boar came from, likely goblin, goblin blood. Okay. Um, 16, you said, Gruff? Yes, sir. With a 16, the metal does not look familiar, but the oh, sloppily God. applied paint job does. And, man, it's hard to shake the feeling of what a coincidence that all these goblins seem to have a paint theme very, very intimately familiar with your history. So you're saying this this may be metal that I could have painted? It's metal that is painted very similar to some of the war armaments that you have constructed in your time the theme is similar the metal is jagged and scrap 
so I would get a sense that uh, I would maybe have a sense of where this metal came from. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Um. Yeah, as soon as I see this, I think Groth in a, in a fucking booming... And this is probably the first time you've ever heard him yell. He's gonna say, Don't touch that fucking boar! Meow. Fuck. Well, I was wanting to bring it back so we could question it tomorrow. Is that not a possibility? Do you speak Toil. boar, too? <laughs> well, with this handy-dandy little tool, uh, I can speak a lot of animal languages. Oh, that's cool. Did um, Star already uh, touch it, though? I think Star did. In fact, Star, Star why don't you it. give me a constitution save? I'm just fucking with you. Fucking A, I hate you. <laughs> oh. I was like, motherfucker, you try to do something nice. Oh, no. no. Okay. Yeah, honestly, honestly. No, God, it's I'll a deck save. save. God damn it. <laughs> no, just got sorry. Honestly, Groth, uh, you, you probably get the sense that he said it out of an abundance of caution. But yeah, he's going to he's gonna start like hog tying it with like a good <laughs> bit of rope between <laughs> its hog feet and its hog hands. Tog hands, so that he can carry it like a suitcase, but away from his body. It's a heavier suitcase than your last one. It is. Um, um you said Flint's kind of following tentatively the little trail of blood that he found. It leads pretty, pretty deep into the forest. You uh, can follow it for as long as you want, but you eventually get to the edge of where you're comfortable leaving without your friends. I think. Right. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> just look. Yeah, looking at where the trail goes. And say, uh, does anybody else want to follow the mysterious trail of blood? Star's gonna pull out the arrow from uh, the goblin's head and toss it to Flint and say, "I believe our elven friend took care of this one for us." One's gonna glance at the arrow and just say, "Ah, our old pal Leafy Wiener." <laughs> <laughs> did a, Did Kella come with us? Or is she no, Kella, Kella stayed back. Okay. She's got work to do. Understandably. She's got work to do. She's um, like, I'm not chasing a fucking cat. Bo will, like, use the cantrip light and, like, blip light and be like, we're not going anywhere till it's light, and this might be pretty revealing, and, like, blip, like, light in his hand. Um, Star says, I know that you don't want us to touch it, but I've already... I've already touched the boar, and nothing has seemed to happen. And if you're not comfortable carrying it, that's okay. But I would like to bring it back to where we're staying, so I can... Maybe we can get some information from it tomorrow. Maybe it's just pure luck that nothing happened when you touched it. Uh, I'm just not sure. Uh, I'll, I'll carry it. And, and I'm I, sorry, he's I'm actually had... going to sorry. need a survival check from you to wrangle and tie that boar. Oh, yeah. Rough. Not I tackled it. Am I gonna be okay? Like, it's asleep. Free? How are you gonna wrangle it? <laughs> oh, it is asleep. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I will give you a survival check with advantage for tying it together. Oh, yeah, thank definitely. you for advantage because that was, well, doesn't matter. The the new one is a 16. It wasn't in that one. <laughs> but it was it was as close as you could get. A nat zero. <laughs> Your dice yeah. just disappeared. <laughs> just yeah. one point one. <laughs> 
<laughs> D&D Beyond was like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So what's the plan here? Are you guys going back? Following the trail of blood? Um, what are you doing? Star would like to stick the arrow in the tr in like a tree for now. Um, Just like facing the direction like where she would see it if we were going to come back. Um, Just because she wants to mark the location. See if she can can't find it tomorrow if anyone's curious about it in the daytime. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we'll just head back then. Okay. You guys take, you know, 20 or so minutes to head back, and you have the boar, and eventually it does wake up. I think, uh, I'm not sure how long sleep lasts, actually. Uh... It might be an hour. I believe it's an hour. That sounds right. I kind of remember it being counted in hours. No, it's one minute, actually. Oh. So the boar <laughs> wakes up pretty quickly, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. And the um... cat's like, no! And you guys have a whole fucking farm. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. But I guess whilst it's like wiggling and stuff and uh uh Jesus Christ, why can't I say your name right now? Groth is carrying it. I wanted to say Rog for some reason. Groth <laughs> um is carrying it. I Star goes up and sort of puts her hand on the boar's like head and tries to like I don't know, just see if she can't calm it at all. Um I know it can't understand her, but she says, I'm sorry, friend, I don't mean to scare you, but know that no harm will come to you for now. Roll an animal handling check. If that doesn't work, Flint's going to whip out his ball gag. <laughs> I don't like that, bestie. <laughs> I rolled a 13. Okay, so with the 13, you soothe it a little bit, but it's still very scared. Mm -hmm. Like, to your touch, it, it sort of, like, shies away from your touch at first, but eventually leans into it. But it is still, like, Frightened. calling out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flint cracks his knuckles and just say, I can shut up. Uh, Star, like, looks back at him and it's like, no. Uh, she's gonna, if she has any more little pieces of food, she's gonna try to feed it some more. Okay. Not that I want to reroll or anything, but just, you know, just trying to keep it quiet you take a little uh piece of like salted jerky and you try and give it and the cat like jumps on your shoulder and snags it and rolls off and jumps away with it and just like <laughs> no that's a bad grandma stop it <laughs> runs through your legs runs through groth's leg just fucking like summer salting yeah just like freaking the fuck out so it's viper Okay, so you guys get back. Uh, we'll say you sort of maybe tie the boar off to the side of the house or something. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to rest? It's At this point, it's it's definitely like later in the evening. Yeah, Flint's going to dish everybody up a little portion of stew. Hot ham water that you made. Mm. Yep, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I love that. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or I mean, can I say I forged some more berries and stuff along the way, or like if if there's any like sure. near here, I just want to like give the boar something to sort of eat. I assume we didn't yeah. untie it, but I'll say you have this little like collection of of different berries and, and edible leaves and stuff, um, and the boar kind of picks at it, but doesn't really eat a whole lot of it. And you guys want to rest for the night? Yeah. 
as we rest as opposed to tying this board to the side of the building or anything like that i'm probably just going to tie it up right near me so that if it gets down i wake up right the fuck away yeah okay. um star was actually going to suggest that like i don't know how many bigger rocks are around here but if you can build sort of like a makeshift hut out of them with somewhat of a door so it can't really escape but it would probably take a few days to build something like that that's fair i can nail it to the uh, wall inside though I yeah, mean, not, yeah. not nail, nail the through the, the board, but nail. Crucify the board. Put it, put a thick nail. Kill the boar, skin it, make a rug out of it. Yeah, and then yeah. I'll talk to it in the morning. Yeah. Speak with dead and speak with animals. I don't <laughs> like being a rug. <laughs> um, okay, well, you guys eventually fall asleep after this long, harrowing day clearing out this lab, and we will pick this up next time on the Reroll Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop whoop whoop! Thanks for tuning uh, in, everybody. I, what the fuck am I gonna call this episode? The other boar? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hellbets on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.